Calusa Smith was my best friend. He was a platoon sergeant, and I was an assistant platoon sergeant. That's Mike Stubbs. You might remember him from episode 53, Tunnel Rats, part one. He served with the Big Red One in Vietnam from November of 66 until October of 67, when he was seriously wounded in combat. This part of our conversation, in which he remembers his best friend, Sergeant Luther Smith, didn't make it into that episode. On the morning of October 17, 1967, just eight days after a bullet wound to the neck took Mike out of the war, Luther was among 64 infantrymen killed at the Battle of Ong Tan. And ever since he left the Army in 1968, Mike has been trying to find Luther's family. In April of 2001, Mike left the very first remembrance on Luther's page on the Wall of Faces. It reads, Luther Smith was a true friend. He always had a smile on his face and a great sense of humor. We became friends while serving in Alpha Company and later transferring to Delta Company. We never called each other by name. We always called each other Bubba. Luther was an excellent leader. I miss him every day and hope to see him again someday. To his family members, Luther was a true hero and would do anything for a friend. I'm proud to have known him. During our interview, I mentioned to Mike that there is another remembrance on Luther's page dated October 2019 from Luther's daughter, Nina Smith. It reads, I was five when you were taken from me. I still remember my time with you. I love you, Daddy, and I miss you still today. I do my best caring for Mom and keeping the family together. I've made a few mistakes in life, but overall, I pray that I've made you proud. Mike hadn't been back to Luther's Wall of Faces page since leaving his remembrance there more than 18 years earlier, so he had no idea that Luther's daughter Nina had identified herself there. We immediately started trying to figure out how to find Nina. So it was four years ago, a little less than four years ago, that Nina posted this remembrance on oh. uh, Luther's Wall of Faces. So let's see. There's 95 Nina Smiths in Florida. Mm. That's amazing. She was five years old whenever he he passed. She have a married name now, so, you know. Yeah, that's also possible. Although, four years ago, she didn't. Yeah, I'm not having much luck with this, but um, I'm willing to put a little more time into it. Well, as it turns out, I didn't have to put much more time into it. When I told my boss, Heidi, that I was trying to track Nina down, she told me that VVMF has a verification email address for everyone who leaves a remembrance on the wall of faces. We just don't publish them. And we didn't know whether Nina's email address was still in use. And even if it was, we didn't know whether she would agree to be connected to Mike Stubbs, a total stranger. But we knew we had to find out. In this postscript, We'll share with you the first ever live conversation between Nina Smith, the daughter of a soldier killed in action more than 55 years ago, and that soldier's best friend, a man who might have died at Luther's side had he not been in Japan being treated for a bullet wound of his own. Stick around.
Nina Smith joined Mike Stubbs and me on a Zoom call from her home in Pensacola, Florida. I didn't realize it at the time, but this was the first time they had spoken to each other. All of their previous contact had been through email. I am the daughter, the first daughter of uh, my dad, Luther. He had three girls. Um, the other one's name was Akita and Reba. We grew up in Pensacola, Florida. I don't go on Facebook a lot, but I happened to go on there and I saw it and I just clicked into it. Hmm. So you mean you're talking about the wall of faces? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you didn't even know that that existed? No. So you found the wall of faces by accident looking at Facebook? It found me. <laughs> it found you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. What do you mean? I I didn't go looking for it. I just went on to Facebook that, and I'd seen it and I just clicked in it. I see. And you found your father? Yes. I had start. I saw um, a few um, where people had come in it. I didn't really understand what I was in, but I just left a comment myself. And I thought that was it. Yeah. Yeah. So how old were you uh, when your father was killed? I was five. Five years old. Do you have memories of him from before he went to mm -hmm. Vietnam? Yeah. Can, can you share some of those? I guess I have memories because I was more of the daddy's girl. Um, Akita. She was, I guess, as a kid, because <laughs> he was so big, scared of him. But um, I was a daddy's girl. She was a mom's girl. So I remember um, being stationed somewhere in um, Columbus. Um, we stayed in base housing. Um, I remember on Sunday, he liked to take us ri uh, riding every Sunday. Uh, <laughs> he had a German Shepherd. Maybe. When you say riding, you mean just out for a Sunday drive, or do you mean just, like out for a, just out for a Sunday drive every Sunday? And I used to like to sit in the front seat next to him. <laughs> Back then, you could without a seatbelt. <laughs> and um, but I got I would get car sick each time. I still get car sick today. I don't remember him leaving, but I remember the jeep pulling up to the house. Two men went in the house, we was all outside playing, and then they left. And then we went inside to, to, I guess, be nosy, and everybody in the house was crying. They never told us what was what was going on. I just remember my mama crying. So I guess I really just didn't really understand it until he just didn't come back. And I guess when I did realize it, Honestly, I was kind of, I guess as a kid, angry because he was, like I said, I was a daddy's girl. I wasn't, as, I loved my mom, but um, it was Keita closer to my mom than me. So I guess a part of me just left. Uh, my mom was eight months pregnant with Reba. Wow. Yeah, so Reba... All she knew about my dad is pictures and anything that we've told her. Yeah. Wow. And what, what's uh, your mother's name, Nina? Lizzie. Lizzie. Lizzie Smith. She never remarried. And so Lizzie probably just, she probably just didn't 
she didn't know how to tell you and she probably didn't think that you could process it? I think she didn't know how to tell us. I don't think my mama really processed it herself, really. He was good to my mom. It was a loving family. Um, so I think my mom took it real hard. I know she she loved us. She was there. But I, I just, just like with me, I think it just a, something left with her as well. My mom just really never talked to us at all. Um, I dug around in her room, in her closet. She had, um, she had this box and it had letters from him. And we even found letters that we wrote to him. All his medals, I have those. The flag, I have that. I've always searched to know about him. Do you remember what, how old you were when that curiosity first started to take root? Uh, I think I must have been around 12, 13. Like I said, I've um, been trying to find out about him, about that life for a long time and just getting bits and pieces. And then, like I said, the Internet gave us a lot. Um, I have a friend now. He's aware of our situation, and he even sent a link that um, I forget what it's called. Someone was doing an interview, and it showed that him in a helicopter, happy. So, Mike, do you have any uh, stories or just observations or memories that you can share that would shed a light on what kind of man Luther was and what what was it about him that that drew you to him that made you guys so close? He was just easygoing. You know, he was one of those kind of persons. He, he didn't have an enemy. A lot of the guys, you know, they would go talk to him about things, but we just clicked. I mean, like I said, we were an alpha company together, same platoon what we call the hillbilly platoon and it was just just incredible you said there was quite an age difference between you yeah there was 14 years difference i was 20 luther was 34 and he was just i called him a southern gentleman he the thing about luther he he didn't have any he never made an enemy he, he would listen to people and he had an easygoing mm -hmm. about himself luther one time he, he looked at me and said okay bubba i said bubba you know, I'd, I'd never really heard the, the name Bubba, and that, that told me right there, Luther's from the South. I knew right then when he said <laughs> he was from the South, and I'm from North Carolina. We, we You know, we just, next thing I know, we're calling each other Bubba. Nobody else was Bubba. Right. He never called anybody else Bubba. I never called anybody else Bubba. And to this day, I've actually had met people who, you know, went by the nickname Bubba, and I told them real quick, I'm sorry, what is your name? And they said, well, I said, no, I will not call you that. I refuse to call you that. And I, then I would explain it to them. I said, there will never be another Bubba in my life. And it just, he, he just, he was, he was a mellow. He, he, knew, he knew how to mellow with people. He knew how to, how to mesh with people. And he, he knew how to get the job done. That was the main thing. Um, I know you don't know Nina very well. But as you sit here and, and look at her face and listen to her talk, what what about her, if anything, reminds you of Luther? Her smile. Her smile. <laughs> and this is the way, just the way she is right now. That's how you could talk to him. I mean, he never met a stranger. 
that was one thing about your dad. He never met a stranger. And you, you look more like your dad and your mom, I can guarantee you. Am I right? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yeah, you do. You, uh, I do. I see, I see your dad in you. And you have his disposition. You're friendly like he is. You're out. You're. I can. Your your smile. You're outgoing like your dad was. I feel like I've known Nina for a long time. She and I. I know. We've talked. We've exchanged a lot of pictures, and and text messages and things like that. And and I I just hope her family you knows how much I'm. I loved her dad. I mean, he's a brother to me, and I miss him. I miss him till the till the day I die. I will miss him. I mean, he was out of everybody that I know that I lost in Vietnam. He's the one that I search for. Nina, anytime you want to talk, you've got my phone number. You're more than welcome to call me. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, if I get thinking about your dad, I may I even give you a call because I do think about him a lot. Well, I sure do appreciate uh, you both. And like I said, I, I could talk for days and I could listen. So if you ever want to reach out, just give me a call. We're so pleased that we could help Mike and Nina connect with each other. I imagine they'll stay in touch, don't you? You can learn more about the Battle of Ong Tan by searching for it on YouTube or Wikipedia or by reading David Moranis's book, They Marched Into Sunlight. Ong Tan is spelled O-N-G-T-H-A-N-H. If you have trouble finding any of those resources, just email echoes at vvmaf.org and we'll send you the links directly. We'll be back next week with another full episode. We'll see you then.